tune in to Losing It with Luscious. That's me, Jesse Luscious, spinning the best of punk rock and oh, so much more. Every Monday night, 8 to 10 p.m. Only on MMH, the home of rock radio. folks good evening good morning good afternoon and welcome to wherever and whenever you happen to be in the world on this glorious friday night well for me it's friday nights as explained in the previous bit it might not be so wherever whenever or if you're rocking this bad boy on the podcast it might not even be friday either or thank you for taking the time to come and find me my name is ben the show is called follow the dead and tonight we're going to look at my personal top 10 records of 2023 it's my final show is follow the dead i'll be back tomorrow night for dancing with the dead playing my 25 most played songs of 2023 but you know that's by the by it's the final edition of this particular show we're back in the new year not quite sure what we're going to do yet i haven't got that far we just have to wait and see but I know that tonight's my top 10 records of the year. These are my personal choices. They have no reflection on the overall thinking of MMH or any of that sort of shenanigans. Just my personal top 10 records. There's no real gravitas to this. Only the, 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 the albums are albums that I've enjoyed. <laughs> it's really that simple. We're going to cut. We're going to play uh, part two from each of the first like five or six. I think it's going to be three tracks from the top four. Um, and yeah, that's how we're going to roll. Hopefully get to the top four or five in the first hour. And then we'll look at the top four in the second hour. So to kick us off, album number 10. The first one that they ever got to number one. It's their seventh record, I think it is now. I'm talking about Enter Shikari. The album is a kiss for the whole world. It was brilliant. This was the third or was it fourth? It was fourth single in the lead up to the release of the record. This is Bloodshots by Enter Shikari. Now it's compromised I've lost sight 
reckon then enter shikari bloodshot taken from a kiss for the whole world album number 10 on my top 10 albums of 2023 as i mentioned we're gonna be playing a couple of tracks from each one bloodshot was the third third fourth it was fourth single in the lead up to uh yeah fourth single in the lead up to the release of the record i think this one was the first one it no no one it's the second one. It Hurts was the second single in the lead up to the release of the record. The band did a collection of local shows as well where they played small venues three times across three months, the same sort of sets. It's absolutely magical. And then the album kicked in and they dropped to number one. I think it's the only number one album I've got on the list as well. Oh, no, 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 there's another one, but I'll come to that later. <laughs> Take from a kiss from the whole world, Enish Gary, album number 10. This is It Hurts.
rather magical Anna Shikari the song is called It Hurts that is taken from their current record A Kiss for the Whole World my number 10 album of the year for 2023 right moving on album number 9 is Story of the Year the record is called Tear Me to Pieces it's dropped via oh, I think this was uh, via Shark Tone if memory shows correct the band have been away for a period of time and this oddly marks the 20th anniversary of their debut record yeah yeah I know it's terrifying to think this band was one of the original MySpace post-hardcore emo pop punk sort of explosion sort of style bands at the time they've more often hopped around a few different styles and genres from their across their time the current records uh tear me to pieces it's got more of like a skate punk sort of style vibe to it i think it's absolutely fantastic i really enjoyed it i was very lucky to speak to the singer dan earlier in the year around the release of the record um it, it's not influencing my choice honestly it really isn't i think it's a brilliant record it influenced me listening to it because i must admit they were a band from that period of time that was i wasn't paying a lot of attention to rock music so a lot of their early part of their career completely passed me by being um, exposed to the opportunity to have a chance to chat with Dan and therefore listen to the record as like, oh, okay, went in relatively, you know, open-minded and was absolutely blown away. It's a stunning record. I remember walking across town, I was going to visit someone and had the record on and I was grinning like an absolute loon. It's like a 45-minute walk and the album's barely half an hour long. So I managed to listen to like the album one and a half times. Is that... I was really happy to put it back on for a second spin. I didn't even pause and I go, no, listen to that again and went back in absolutely brilliant the record kicked off with the title track the magical tear me to pieces tear me to pieces and swallow me cause I can't kill all the anxiety tear me to pieces I'm on my knees I'm suffocating and I can't break
story of the year. Title track of their record, Tear Me to Pieces, dropped earlier in the year. It was the lead single as well. I think if memory serves correct, I'm pretty sure they released this right at the end of 2022. So I don't think I really got a chance to play it as a single because much of the singles I focus on are, are current ones. So when I moved into 2023, I pretty much just like jettisoned all of my 2022 playlists. And I think it was one of the ones that got booted because of it. As we built up to it, though, the record is absolutely fantastic. They released a single, I think it was about a month and a half or so before, and it was a massive leap. This, for me, it was a real difference. It was a, a very surprising sound to the band that I didn't expect, and I hadn't heard from the band before, especially when you compare it to the ridiculously silly video that goes with it. It's a very sort of intergalactic, sort of inspired Beastie Boys vibe video. The band all dressed up as 70s and 80s throwback police cops, that sort of type thing. It's ridiculous. It's fun. It's absolutely magical. It really, really is. Second track from the record. I'm going to move on to tra- onto album number uh, album number eight on the other side of the ads. We'll get to that in a mo. But from Tammy to Pieces, album number nine of my top ten albums of the year. This is Story of the Year and War. Don't cut me deep With a knife between your teeth You just smile and watch me bleed But this won't take your pain away at all You cut me open, leave me broken Just to feel alive You let me suffer, can't recover Was it all alive? This won't take your You fall. Did you get what you came here for? Did you come to start a war? This game will kill you when you sleep. Did you get what you came here for? Did you come to start a war? So cold, like the armor on your chest. With the me the best, but this won't take your pain away at all. The higher the wall, the harder you fall. Did you get what you came here for? Did you come to start a war? This game will kill you when you sleep. Did you get what you came here for? Did you think you'd take it all?
Follow us on our social media, Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Want airplay? Want your album reviewed? Get in touch. Just search MMH, the home of rock radio. Welcome back. Welcome back. My name is Ben. You're listening to Follow the Dead on mmhradio.co.uk. I'm looking through my personal top 10 records of the year. We've done albums 10 and 9 in the first chunk, which was Enter Shikari with A Kiss for the Whole World and Story of the Year with Tear Me to Pieces. 
that for album number eight was dead lakes the song is called stamina you can find it on the record daydreamer daydreamer dropped at the end of march it's an amazing record i was very lucky to be able to speak to the singer summy earlier in the year dude's an absolute just a fountain of positive vibes his, his enthusiasm is so infectious he seemed like an absolutely diamond sort of bloke it was it's such a pleasure to talk to a fellow who just it's just just nothing but positivity you know i mean even when even some singers when they're amped up or sort of you know and wanting to sort of impress upon themselves the importance of the new record it comes across and it's you know enthusiasm is a wonderful thing but there are very few people who've just got that just sort of little sprinkle of magic in some he's got it and Honestly, Daydreamer is a brilliant, brilliant record. I, I compared it at the time. It had summer soundtrack sort of vibes to it. Similar sort of vibe that it's, it's stylistically not the same, but it's got that same sort of vibe and that energy that you got from sort of early Linkin Park. And it's that sort of summer soundtrack vibe that I thought worked really, really well. And it's had me listening to the record all year. It really, really has. Dead Lakes, the record is called Daydreamer. That was Stamina. Next up, same band, same album. This, I think, was one of the singles. I think it dropped late last year in the build-up to the record release in March. This is Dead Lakes, and the song is called Wrong Way. Second offering from my number eight album of the year, Daydreamer by Dead Lakes. Need a fast car, windows tinted. I want it all, I want to get it like they get it. I just want to be the best that ever did it. Depression's had me fucked up for a minute, yeah. Society feels unfulfilling. Everybody want a black card, no limits. Down a one 
wondering what happens if I just let go Something I'm missing, something No, it's never nothing It's something that feels like home It's absolutely magical, isn't it? The song is called Wrong Way. The band are Dead Lakes. The record is called Daydreamer. It is my number eight album for album of the year. I think it's honestly, I think it's absolutely brilliant. I really, really do. I got a lot of love for the band. I got a lot of time for the band. They've just got a certain magic about them. Like I said, the record it takes in. There's elements of R&B, elements of hip hop, elements of emo, elements of rock. They've got a really big, almost. I'm not sure. I don't want to say metal because they aren't particularly. They don't. They aren't heavy enough to be metal, but they've got a metal sort of tone, as you can hear there from the guitars. The guitars are absolutely massive. Uh, they're signed to Sharp Tone Records, so they're from that post-hardcore, hardcore sort of style label, and they've got that bombast, but they don't have the outright aggression because Sammy's got an amazing, clean singing voice, and he manages to hold melodies. It's a really, really good record. It really, really is. Dead Lakes and Daydreamer. Next, album number seven is Sanguivore by Creeper. Now, I know this is going to be a lot higher on a lot of other people's lists for good reason, and I totally appreciate why. I love the record. I think it's absolutely brilliant, but there are other records that I've spent more time with over the year. Um, records that have been released of a similar sort of date as well that I've still spent more time with. Sanguivore is an amazing piece of work. It's an all-encompassing piece of work. It's, a, it's the sound of a band stretching their creativity to all new levels of ridiculousness and they are riding and they are leaning into the gimmick they're leaning into the whole vampirism thing the storytelling is fantastic this the scale of the record is epic and i totally get why it is high on other people's lists i really like the record but like i said i've just spent more time with other albums which is why it's a little bit further down the list in comparison it's still a stunning piece of work and something that i think everyone should check out i'm going to go for two of the singles i'm not going to go for the obvious single because I'm pretty sure that's going to be in tomorrow's most 25 uh, 25 most played songs so I'm going to go for two of the other singles I'm going to go for uh, Black Heaven and Teenage Sacrifice from Creeper's brilliant Sanguivore record
magical, isn't it? It really, really is. The band are called Creeper. That was Black Heaven from their record Sanguivore. It is, uh, yeah, number seven on my top 10 albums of 2023 list. Last one for this little chunk, and it's going to be the second of the offerings from Creeper. We've got two more bands where we're going to be offering two tracks each. going to be on the other side of the adverts. We'll come to those when we get there in a mo. Then we're going to be looking at three tracks each for the top four onwards, okay? So, the last one from album number seven, Sangavore by Creeper. The album's out now. Go check it out. It's brilliant. It really, really is an amazing piece of work. As I mentioned before, the only reason it's not higher is because the records that come further on this list are ones that I've spent more time with. So, last one from Creeper Sangavore. It's the brilliant Teenage Sacrifice.
All our radio shows can be found on demand. Download our app from Google Play or the Apple App Store. Just search MMH, the home of rock radio.
Welcome back, folks. Welcome back. My name is Ben. You're listening to Follow the Dead on mmhradio.co.uk. And tonight we're looking through my personal top 10 records of 2023. In at number 10, we had Enishikari and A Kiss for the Whole World. Number 9 was Story of the Year, Tear Me to Pieces. Number 8 was Dead Lakes and Daydreamer. Number 7 was Creeper and Sangavore. And here we are, number 6, Host. Host featuring two members of Paradise Lost embracing their slightly more retro synth pop sort of style slightly gothy industrial sort of element they kicked out a record called nine earlier in the year because it features nine tracks you want to go find them official host uk on your social media options they've got a collection of i think there's three singles released got a fantastic digital exclusive cover of some flock of seagulls on it as well it's absolutely magical it really is i mean i'm a i'm a paradise lost fan i've been a paradise lost fan since the mid 90s i missed out earlier sort of 90s stuff but uh, from the mid 90s onwards a friend of mine was a big fan of draconian times and he introduced me through them and then as they moved on i think it was one second was uh, a little bit of a controversial one thing was 97 98 so they started to embrace a slightly more traditional band as opposed to you know the heavy doomy sound then they went sort of full-on depeche mode sort of style vibe with the record host which i thought was absolutely brilliant and still my favorite record from the band but a lot of the fan base went oh no but it's a shame because it's a magical record so when i saw this as a project uh, coming from the band i was like oh my god and yeah it's absolutely brilliant it is all the things you imagine it's going to be and more so second song from the host record nine this is hiding from tomorrow
rather magical host. The song is called Hiding From Tomorrow. You can find it on their record, Nine. Honestly, it's a brilliant album. It really, really is. I'm loving every aspect of it. I like the fact that it's got different vibes. I like the fact that it's a big beast of a record. It takes in that middle period of Paradise Lost. It's my personal favourite period. Like I said, one second, um, host, um, uh, I always got the origin coming what it's called I'll get to it but yeah it, it's it's Believe in Nothing similar sort of vibe it's it's a stunning record it really really is and for me I, I, I'm not going to this is I know it's going to sound bad but I'm not overly fond of the last few Paradise Lost records because Nick's gone back to growling I think Nick has got a much better clean clean voice and I think it works so so well and and that's for me is what, what I prefer but hey ho so it goes Right, album number five. I know a lot of people that this has been this this one's been causing a lot of upset because it's showed up at t- top of the metal lists, and a lot of people are complaining about why it isn't this and why it isn't that and such like. And they're only there because their name and such like. But I think it's there because it's a good record. Is it album of the year? I don't think so. Is it a good album? Yes, I think it is. Of course, I'm talking about Metallica. Seventy two seasons dropped. The band returned. Honestly, I think it was the band back on form. They're back to writing some fast songs. They're back to having their groove again. This album owes more to Load and Reload, I think, than their thrashier era, which I know upset a lot of the traditional fan base. But at the same time, it also kept a lot of people happy because they were back to being heavy again. Then there was some pace. There was definitely some thrashier moments in the record. But for me, there's the middle of the record where they slow down a bit and they let the groove take on, I thought was the most effective. Which is why the two tracks I've picked are non-singles, they're album tracks, and they are a bit slower. Up first, Crown of Barbed Wire by Metallica from 72 Seasons.
Crown of Barbed Wire by Metallica from their 72 Seasons record. Honestly, it's a great record. It really, really is. If you're not a Metallica fan, I don't think it's going to convert you, but I must admit, it's them doing what they do really, really well. It has got some faster ones like Lux Eternal, Screaming Suicide. Uh, the, the title track, 72 Seasons, is a real, it's a nice, fast-paced, fresh sort of heavy metal song. For me, the slower ones, that, like I said, they, they've got more of a load, reload era sort of vibes, and they feel epic, they feel groovy, they feel grindy. I think they're absolutely brilliant. So, the last one for the opening hour, last one of uh, album number five, then we're on to our top four records on the second half. So, on the other side of the ads, we'll be back with something from Toronto is Broken, which is album number four. His record dropped in, in December. It's had a massive impact, and I'll explain why. And I'm not going to talk too much about Metallica because I could rant about this for hours. <laughs> from 72 Seasons, it's my favorite track from the record. It's Metallica and Sleepwalk My Life Away.
want to hear new music, new rock, new punk, new metal. No, not that new metal, as in metal that's new, not baggy trousers. Maybe baggy trousers, we'll see. You want to check out Dancing with the Dead on a Saturday night from 8 till 10. Ben Jekyll's here. Nothing but wall-to-wall new stuff from start to finish. MMH, the home of rock radio.
Welcome back, folks. My name is Ben. You are listening to Follow the Dead on mmhradio.co.uk. Currently doing their thing behind me is Toronto is Broken. This song is Drip Feed. The vocals are by the magnificently brilliant Reeves. She's going to be on the next track as well. Love this lady. Her work this year has been exceptional. Her guest spots with Toronto is Broken have been exemplary. Self-titled record dropped, all is one word, in December. It's nothing short of immense. My next track from Toronto is Broken is Raw, featuring Reeves. And a, and a, and a chap from London called Sabotage. It's rather spangly and wonderful. Shopping in my teeth, hunting down through all the night, fresh meat. I can't help myself. 
so good. Now they jump between the, the aggression, the bass, the beats, and the melody. Because remember, they like it raw. Last one from Toronto's Broken on this brilliant self-titled record. Next is Anathesia, featuring Sabotage and Fight the Fade. Nightmares, no pause, escape, that's great! 
Magical Toronto is broken, hitting you with three no gaps, no breaks, mixing it in. It's magical, isn't it? <laughs> Toronto is broken, self-titled record. It dropped at the beginning of December. It's an epic, exhilarating journey. They take in some more dub and some more sort of drum and bassy and electronics, a straightforward dance tracks on the rest of the record. It's absolutely brilliant. The guests, the tracks with the guest vocalists seem to have more of a slightly more heavier sort of direction. The tracks where it's just, uh, just the one guy have a more dancey direction. It's a brilliant record. It really, really is so much energy. Absolutely magical. Right, album number three. This one's an early one, dropped right at the beginning of the year. It's the rather magical Paramore. They've recently just released Re This Is Why, where it's been remixed and reworked, which is also really, really cool. Adds a very different dimension to the tracks. This Is Why. Oh, I love this album. It's so, so good. Again, a change in style from the band, slightly mixing it up, coming back with something new and wonderful. It's brilliant. Title track to kick us off. We'll have some ads. We'll have some more on the other side. This is Paramore.
We tailor all our advertising packages to suit your needs. With competitive rates, your advert can hit thousands of listeners. Just search MMH, the home of rock radio. Magical Paramore. The song is called The News. Yes, I think that was the second single. So it was his title track, second single. That was the second single. And there was also... Oh, can't remember it. Oh, it'll come to me in the vision. <laughs> it's absolutely brilliant. It really, really is. I love the fact that, again, it's Paramore 
continuing to be recreative. They're doing something that's, you know, I think the first sort of couple of records, everyone expected them just to continue doing pop punk, but of course they went a bit 80s, then they went really 80s, and now they've gone back even further because it's got more like a late 70s sort of style vibe. I mean, a lot of people referencing <clears throat> Fleetwood Mac and the Carpenters from the way they're sort of using the harmonies and such like, and yeah, it's got a really cool vibe to it. I think this is why it's an absolutely fantastic record. Last track from that particular one before we look at album number two. I know it's just around the corner. It's Sekomsa. Paramore, the song is called Sekonsa, you can find it on their record, This Is Why is my third, is album number three of my top ten albums of the year. So, album number two, Synthwave Gods Gunship, and I'm, I'm not gonna, not even ashamed to say in the phrase Gods, they are absolutely epic and they are delivering again and again and again. Three albums in, all three albums slap, they pulled it out of the bag with an absolutely epic record stacked with some fantastic guests. The first track I'm going to pick, as I'm not picking the obvious singles, I'm going to pick a slightly different variation of the singles, because, um, yeah, why not? <laughs> Up first, Empress of the Damned featuring Lights and the legendary Tim Capello from Gunship and their brilliant record, my second best album of the year, Unicorn. Stars. But it's a false start, a cop car that's a 
What do you reckon then? Empress of the Damned. Lights. Oh, her voice is just... Oh, it's magical, isn't it? And Tim Capello bringing that sax. I did say sax. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Oh, so good. Gunship Unicorn, my second favourite record of the year. Up next from the record featuring John Carpenter. Yes, THE John Carpenter, because he also guested on their first record to the intro for Tech Noir and Charlie Simpson. Yes, Charlie Busted. Yep of Fightstar, of which two members of the band Gunship are also from Fightstar. Hey, see what we're doing here? They're also reforming next year. But besides that, folks on Gunship, Unicorn, this is Tech Noir 2. I'm recording this because the survivors no longer envy the dead. The final war is over. It's architects forever in tomb, melted glass and steel. I watch the efforts of our species dance away on the radioactive wind. Civilization retreated by millennia. All of human history brought to dust. Our cities, now scorched black mausoleums, serve as a reminder. There can be no victory in war. Birth is the answer to the question of our mortality. Resolute defiance we choose to grasp at the delicate thread of life. My son, the gift of survival is yours. Please, may you never submit. There will be more.
up, good morning, how y'all doing? My name's Shutty, I'm the ex-Baldy Skin Basher of that there television band. The show that you're listening to now, this morning, is called Breakfast with Shutty. <laughs> it's a rock and roll extravaganza with a side order of metal. We're on Monday to Thursday, 7 until 9 in the morning. Only on MMH, the home of rock radio.
magical gunship. The song is called Doom Dance. That particular track features Carpenter Brute and Gavin Rostell of Bush. Yep, that was my album number two. Which means we've got 15 minutes left this time to squeeze in something from album number one. My personal favourite record of the year. Anyone who's listened to the show, I'm pretty sure it'll be relatively obvious which one it's going to be by now because it hasn't appeared so far and I've played it a lot. It is, of course, Endex by Three Teeth. My God, I've listened to this album so much. So, 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 so much. To the point that if I was... my Tomorrow's show is my 25 most played songs of the year. If I left it as literally just my 25 most played songs of the year, the second hour would be almost entirely this record. It is absolutely fantastic. So, let's start off with Slum Planets. Yeah. 
some people accused uh, Slum Planet of being a little bit basic um, and a little bit obvious. And to an extent, I kind of get where they're coming from. It's definitely got the touch of the early noughties industrial sort of stomp about it. But there isn't anyone really making anything quite like this. But at the same time, across the rest of the record, there are a lot of, rec- a lot of bits and bobs, a lot more variety one, shall we say. One of those featuring Mick Gordon is the rather brilliant Higher Than Death.
three teeth. The song is called Higher Than Death. You can find it on my album of the year, End X. The album is out now. It's nothing short of magical in so, so many ways. It truly, truly is. That particular track features Mick Gordon. It's nothing short of stunning. End X is my personal favorite record of the year, not the MMH one. Everyone at the station's got their own different opinions. This is just my personal top 10 records of the year. And End X by Three Teeth has been in my ears more than any other album all year which is kind of impressive because it didn't come out until Halloween so it's, it's still I've listened to it so much in the last quarter year. but besides it right <laughs> time to say thank you very very much for listening my name is Ben the show is Follow the Dead we'll be back next week for something slightly more normal as we usher in the new year with some new music to play us out from my album of the year Endex Three Teeth the song is going to be Scorpion again showing the band with the variety that I must admit I think is delivered in droves across the record i'll be back tomorrow from eight o'clock to host dancing with the dead where i'll be showing you my top 25 most played songs of the year only one song per artist though so now to play us out scorpion by three teeth have an amazing weekend folks and a brilliant new year celebration i'll see you really really soon
mobiles, no Walkmans, none of that, or any of the others. 